Hey everyone, coming up we're going to talk about a little movie that opened up this past weekend called Jurassic World, in case you haven't heard about it. Uh, also, we're going to be talking about the world's saddest news this week, the permanent closure of Wet n Wild Orlando. All that and more coming up live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. This is the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Well, this is so much more boring without music, I gotta tell you. Oh, hey, this is episode 41 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Yeah, so boring. And uh, the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, uh, sitting in a very bizarre normal seat because, well, I felt like it, and I am joined with me. <laughs> well, not with me, but they're also here. Uh, Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hello, and Jenny Lynn Nump. Hey, guys. And uh, if, you, if you can see from that table, those are the only two people there, and uh, that's because Dustin West is currently on a cruise in Alaska, yeah, how boring. Sunshine State. How <laughs> lame! It is. It's, it's extremely lame, uh, considering that uh, Alaska is, you know, a place that people usually travel to on a yearly basis. It's not really that much of a big deal, but uh, he will be missed this episode, considering the subject matter, which is mostly about Jurassic World and its impact over this past weekend with its outstanding box office numbers. I do have to throw something out there before I forget. Um, since we were doing all those uh, movie quotes, a friend of mine, Tracy, was um, she watched the episode and was like, I'm real disappointed with you guys when um, I think it was Dustin or some, one of us said that we were like trying to uh, speed it up. And she's like, why didn't anybody say, must go faster, must go faster. <laughs> and I was, I was real disappointed with myself. Well, yeah, there was there was uh, another one, and I guess I'll just get to it. I was going to save it until later on, and still might just for uh, another part of it. But Shane, of course, oh yeah, our lovely friend Shane, who writes to us as much as he can and talks to us as much as he can, uh, he said, "Hey y'all, I listened to the Jurassic Park episode twice because it was just that funny." Uh, Thanks, Shane. Yeah, sure, sure it was. <laughs> and uh, by his count, we did thirty-five jokes, quotes, or references to Jurassic Park. And I shouldn't say we did. It was, I would say probably Rhino did. <laughs> yeah, it was thirty-five. Wow, good, good for us. Good that's, job, Rhino. That's an average of one. That's like one every two minutes. Well, less than that, because that episode yeah, was, I think, just you it were was about thirty minutes. Quickly, yeah. yeah. So, so we did. We'll see how many we get out today. Yeah. Well, as a group, we did thirty-five. Uh, because I know I threw one in, and JL threw one in. and I got uh, one in. Yeah, we, we all got at least one thing Does in. he have the tally on the Congo quotes that we did? Is that present in that email? Unfortunately, it wasn't, but oh, well. I don't know if anyone was paying attention to the fact that we even mentioned Congo, even once. Uh, that was definitely one of the lower parts of that show, considering it had <laughs> absolutely nothing to do with anything that was going on. But for the whole next two weeks while I was in Europe, all I could keep thinking about was the sesame cake. The sesame cake? Yeah. <laughs> if I were there, I would have told you just to stop eating it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it again. I don't want to get too late. Do it again. Stop eating my sesame cake! Fantastic. <laughs> I do own Congo on DVD, everybody. <laughs> as, as is I'm your right. admitting it. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. In the book. Um, so, yeah, 35. Uh, but Shane was a little upset by the fact that we missed out on a very big quote, unless he didn't. I mean, I thought I it was said at one point in time or another, but he said we missed out on, what do they got in there, King Kong? Oh, that we... Well... I no. I was gonna say maybe we said it before when we were talking about King Kong, like when we weren't sure what that new area was or something like that. But good one. That yeah, no, been a good it, one. It was definitely a good one. And uh, all this feedback from uh, Shane, he's gonna uh, make our jobs. Uh, we're gonna be out of a job. <laughs> I'm setting you up for a quote right now, and I'm gonna be really upset if you don't finish it. I'm, I'm not gonna finish it. Oh, that's we we've got important stuff to do. This was just I was Touch gonna say extinct. That, well, that was the quote. I was going to say that to <laughs> to more get, towards it. it. That was not going to. That moment was not going to slip by without the quote being thrown in. Yeah, we'll we'll eventually get to do another Hall of Fame 
uh, series, and we'll put, throw in another attraction. I mean, whenever we do Beetlejuice, like we promised we would do yeah. eons and decades ago, I mean, we can start pulling in Beetlejuice quotes. There's not oh, as yeah. many good ones for that. But... I'm utterly alone. <laughs> You're starting early. <laughs> Save it. Save it. Yeah, now you can't use that whenever we get to that episode. But 35, I think we should be extremely proud of ourselves, those who actually participated in (laughs) the quoting and those of us who were just trying to corral it all in and calm the nonsense down. Would you say you're the Chris Pratt to our Raptors? Is that what you're you're suggesting? You're the Owen Grady to my blue? No? No. Okay. No, we're... (laughs) let's save that That, that, that's going to be more towards the end uh just because there's other more important things do you have another really quick because i i just remember one i'm sorry (laughs) not a quote this is a a a housekeeping thing um i don't know if it's in your notes but somebody on youtube did correct um was saying that in the first jurassic park movie they actually do mention the river adventure and i have since watched it and They do, very quietly, and it's like we're not even in that conversation. We're in another conversation, and you can hear John Hammond say the word river adventure in the background. So the person said it as if he was saying it to them. So they were were correct in the scene, and they were correct that it was mentioned, but it wasn't in the context where they said it was. But I still thought it was really cool. I don't remember who that was, but I apologize, but... Thank you for that heads up. Was that in the comments for our video last week? Yeah. I, I And I think it was a newer comment. I think it was within the last like three or four days or something like that. Um, I can look it up while you talk oh, that, about the whatever. And that's fine. I, I still about. haven't caught up on a lot of that busy work since since getting back. But I, I believe you and I believe that person. And yeah. I just got them on Blu-ray. So now I can officially watch all the Jurassic Parks over again. It's a good uh, set. Yeah, it is a good set, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out right now what the correct order is to actually watch them in. I'm thinking you watch Jurassic Park, and then Jurassic World, and then you go back and you watch Jurassic Park again, and then you watch two, and then you go back and watch Jurassic Park again, and then you watch three. I and would, that would be the correct viewing order. Yeah, because I would I would, I would say one... Where's the logic for that? Why are you watching the, the, the first movie three times? Essentially... All two and three and world are all sequels to one, but in a straight line, it's just kind of off. But one can be, or two can be used as a direct sequel to one, three can be used as a direct sequel to one, and world is obviously, it's been stated, it's a direct sequel to one. So I think it works out really well. Well, three's not a direct sequel to one, it's a direct sequel to two. Because the third one is on the island from the second movie. It was originally supposed to have Jeff Goldblum in it, but he like something happened right before filming, and that's why Sam Neill's character is in it. And he even and says in the movie, like, I wasn't on this island. God, that movie. Well, yeah, but it, it screws up the continuity. Oh, yeah, it, I, and I, because, I agree with the order. Because though. of the jump of Sam Neill leaving and then coming back in, that just null and void everything that was supposed I to see, happen. I see how you're saying, too. Yeah. Okay. No, I'll, I'll, I'll fight this one. It no, might I, not... agree. I, th- I agreed with your order immediately. In fact, you threw in an extra Jurassic Park viewing that I probably wouldn't have done, but it's nice because it kind of it rinses you. It's like rinsing your mouth out before you get another yeah. course. Well, you know what, then? Why don't, at the end, we throw in Jurassic Park for a Good fourth time? And, yeah, just it do off, it. Yeah. So that way, at least you're ending on a high note. Oh, totally. Yeah, exactly. So uh, what what do we think? Are we ready to... Uh, did I say weddy? We're weddy. Are we weddy? We're we hunting you? for wabbits. Yeah. <laughs> well, instead of hunting for wabbits, why don't we jump into what is buzzing this week? Uh, do we do we know what's buzzing this week? I do. You do? Well, I will uh, start to pull it up on the screen, and then we'll talk about what's buzzing this week. So the first thing buzzing this week, of course, uh, well, the imminent not so imminent closure of wet and wild Orlando. I'm actually sad about this. I don't know if you guys care anything about it, but I, I do. I haven't been. Yeah. Well, you better go soon. I know. I, or I you will never go to, ever to Eli yesterday or, or somebody. I was like, um, I guess I got to go now. Yeah. Uh, um, so let's throw this into context, uh, obviously. So earlier this week, uh, just, Oh, well, wait, yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, from whenever we're recording this, uh, universal, Specifically, Tom Schroeder in charge of uh, PR there. He uh, put out a press release letting everyone know that uh, Wet n' Wild would be closing as of December 31st, 2016. So mm-hmm. that's why I said not so imminent because You've if you a haven't year been. And a half yeah, you have. To make it out there. Yeah. Exactly. Plenty of time to make it out there. Uh, and 
of course, they said flat out, you know, with all the the groundbreaking of Volcano Bay and everything that's happening with that, it's, uh, you know, that that's coming up. So Wet n' Wild almost made it, as of whenever it'll close, it'll be nearly 40 years since it originally opened. And yeah. it's just moving to make way for a, a better theme park experience since it's going to be a water theme park and not necessarily a water park. I don't think that was the fir- America's almost... first water park either because um, they said that in the release or people have been saying that but um, I also read that River Country had opened in 76. Yeah. yeah, River Country was there but River Country is more of like a easy relaxing place to just kind of hang yeah. out. Wet and Wild was the first water park that was actually more like a thrill type yeah. Oh, theme. first like I don't want to say theme park is a water park but had more of a thrill aspect to it you know uh, river country just kind of like hang out in your inner tube yeah well exactly and that's the point and i'm in theme parks water aspects go all the way back to the 1900s so i grew up in pennsylvania and uh the theme park right in pittsburgh area is kennywood and i mean we'd watch documentaries about it back in the day and it would have this there was this one section of the park that was just a giant swimming pool and kind of hang out there and so people would go to some amusement parks really old ones and take part in that and that's almost what river country was i mean it was this big giant lake mm. or well kind of pond like area or something. yeah i mean there it's was like lazy river area of the lake yeah and whereas wet and wild it opened up and as jenny lynn said it was more thrilling there was actual water slides Slide. it wasn't just a, a pool or- okay well I, i'd never been to either of them so it's it's interesting to hear that like that that that's kind of a cool fact that I didn't know that the first one would have been oriented in Orlando to begin with. So, I mean, it makes sense. Yep. It's hot here. Yep. I mean, it, it's sad for the people who love Wet and Wild, and I think that's one of the the key things I didn't really think about whenever they announced this news. A lot of people actually admitted that they were kind of sad to see it go, including Jenny Lynn. And well, yeah, it's almost as old as I am, and I mean, I didn't I haven't. It's not like I visit there every year or anything like that, but I went there a number of times as a teen, and so I have some kind of like, you know, little sentimental memories of going to Wet and Wild with my youth group. And I didn't realize it was 40 years old until that press release either, because I I thought, like, did it get a makeover? Wasn't there a water park that Mm -hmm. opened within the last eight years here? Since I've lived here, I thought there was a water park that had just opened, but it might have just been Wet and Wild had opened a new thing, and they, that's when I had first heard of it. Yeah, they 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 worked it over. They they made it nicer. I think Wet and Wild went through a little bit of a spell where it was kind it was, of it wasn't always universal either, right? No, it, was it wasn't. It wasn't, and it, it, it there was a time where it was kind of like Wet and Wild. You might want to not. You might want to stay clear of there, but. Yeah, they kind of turned it around. Yeah, I believe Universal bought Wet and Wild in two. Two thousand eight. That's probably actually way more recent than it actually yeah, was. Nineteen ninety eight. Maybe 19- I think I read it this morning. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was, it was, I was it doing was a Wikipedia. Nineteen ninety eight. Okay. Well, yeah. So they they bought it then, and I mean Universal up until recently with Volcano Bay, they were pumping money into it too, and like uh, with they had the Aqua Drag Racer that opened mm-hmm. up just two years ago. That mm-hmm. was a very big deal for them, and. Uh, so I, I know a lot of the things they've learned about from that water park and maintaining and operating it, they're going to put into Volcano Bay, but just in a more themed and exciting experience yeah. overall. So, and, you know, they own that land. So this is going to make way for more space that Universal has now for either hotels, hotels. uh any anything else i won't i don't want to say third gate it's not that big Mm -hmm. that it could really handle that but definitely they 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 could throw up two hotels i'd say they refer to it as a third gate right or you you were saying a third a third he's saying he's saying using the land where wet and wild is for another gate oh but that is probably not well i did read that it. it was a little confusingly worded but this morning when i was looking up that stuff i read that um they have purchased land surrounding, but it, it wasn't specific if they were talking about Volcano Bay or Wet n' Wild, but they had said that Universal has recently purchased more land. I think they were talking about the land around Wet n' Wild, extra little parcels of land. Yeah. Well, then they, so then they have to, then they must be doing something with it. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, they'll do something with it, definitely. And it's sad that Wet n' Wild is going, but I'm sure that it's going to be replaced with, you know, Volcano Bay should just 
knock our socks off. I think the only real loss with Wet n Wild is the sentimentality. I hope of so. It. Who likes swimming with socks? <laughs> oh, that's exactly what I was. I was gonna say. <laughs> okay. Like, who's, like, who's going to a water park wearing socks to begin with? But if you are, then <laughs> it will hopefully knock your socks off. <laughs> it might walk, knock off your water shoes. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone still use water shoes? Honestly, I think Europeans do. I don't know. I've seen them, especially Thongs in water, and water parks. shoes. <laughs> That's their jam. Jamie dodges. Well, fantastic. Uh, we'll we'll miss it. Hopefully, we'll have a chance to get over to Wet and Wild before its its closure. I mean, that only gives us a year and a half to do so. I think it's it's very possible at some point in time we'll be able to get over and. I love that they're closing the to. 31st of December, too, where they're like, we're keeping it open this entire year, but not a second longer. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. It would make more sense to me closing it up right before the fiscal year ends, right in October. But yeah, and then it, I feel like the attendance can't also be too high in the who, end of the year. Who goes to water parks in, you know, between October uh, and uh, December? I do, because, uh, it, because when you worked at Disney, that's when you could get in free to the two water parks. But also because I'm from Massachusetts, it is still... I don't care. If it's 60 degrees, it's warm enough to go swimming. Oh, not for me. Especially if the pool's heated. Like they are. I'm always cold by the time Halloween runs ar- comes around. No water. That's not water weather for me. Sorry. Okay. Oh, okay. Back on track. No, I mean, it's... I, I go to water parks never because uh, I don't like swimming with other people. I'll use personal pools. Like if a, I'm like really a pool you buy at Walmart, like the small circle. How is this going to work when we go to Wet and Wild then, Craig? I don't know. I, I honestly don't You're know. Just gonna sit in a lounge chair while be like the dad and the just hey kids enjoy your hold water our bags slide while he sits by the the wave pool. No, because you even know me and I don't you I don't, don't hold like bags. sun. So <laughs> that it, just this no matter how trip. yeah no matter how you slice it and dice it here it's just it's not working out because i don't <laughs> i don't like sun and i don't like getting in the water it's a I, I know they keep it chlorinated and all that but people pee so much in it dude uh, i'm gonna go in it you chlorine, can videotape me all you want i'll be like the the pale beached whale going down all the i have to say the chlorine slides. i actually drove by wet and wild the other day because i live near, yeah i drive in my car with the windows up driving past wet and wild i could still smell the chlorine and we were distracted by whatever's rebooting right now. I think it was Wally in the background. I don't, or that would be. Uh, Eve. That was a, that was the sound of the laptop restart. Oh, were we? Oh, Jesus! Oh, you, you were trying you really to cover just... it. I'm like the guy who's like the ride closed because wow. there was a death, and people are like, "Who's magic?" And I'm like, "Somebody die!" <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? We can all see it. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So anyway, what and Wild's closing, and we're done. Yep. So let's move on to the next item that is buzzing this week, and that is well, I don't. I mean, this was more last week, but we're covering it in now. So they finally announced the first house for Halloween Horror Nights, mm-hmm. and it is Freddy versus Jason, as you can see on the bottom of the screen. If you couldn't figure that out already, so. Uh, this doesn't come as much of a surprise to us because, well, I believe this was one of the houses we talked about that was already rumored to be coming here. Well, I was surprised because I was reading a thing that said there hasn't actually been a Freddy versus Jason house before, that they've had like them at the same time in two separate houses. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they absolutely have had them in their own separate houses, yeah. but this is... Who is that? Are you, are you, were you going to play a scary commercial? Oh, no, this... That just got really scary. Just took over. It's <laughs> been a murder. What is happening in the studio? In Savannah. I, no, that uh, something just popped up in the background on my screen. <laughs> that was scary. But, anyways, yeah. So this is the first year of Freddy versus Jason, and as they're kind of more or less saying it, Freddy versus Jason, uh, and then slightly also versus us, because well. How fun would it be to go to a Halloween Horror Nights house and, you know, they're not trying to scare us at all. Okay. I, I'd be okay with that. All, <laughs> all I have to say is they are starting off with a bang. I don't think anything gets me. Honestly, the concept of this house scares me more than any other house that I've ever been in in the last three years at Halloween Horror Nights. I am huh. terrified of Freddy Krueger. Terrified. That was like my first yeah. horror slasher film I ever watched, and I didn't sleep for two months after that. I'm terrified of having to rewatch Freddy vs. Jason to familiarize myself with the scenes from it. I've the 2003 film. 
Well, they, they even said in the announcement that they were going to use that it was going to be scenes from the movie. So oh you've gosh. never seen Freddy versus Jason, and that is I've literally the only a, Freddy or Jason movie I've actually seen. I've never in a movie seen theater. a Jason Sorry. movie at all. So hmm. I mean, I don't the know first much about the it, but original Freddy the, crap the Thirteenth is a good movie. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have an opinion on either of the film series. I, I Kevin Bacon, brah. <laughs> oh, that, that's great. <laughs> Say that again, please. Uh, but Kevin now, Bacon, bro. Okay. He didn't actually mean it right now. Yeah, it's hypothetical. Uh, <laughs> now, I, I've never been a huge fan of Nightmare uh, on Elm Street or uh, the uh, uh, Friday, Friday the Thirteenth. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, trying to do too. Well, much I don't know when they became Jace. It's always so weird because it's like Friday the Thirteenth. I think like the first two or three of that, and then becomes like, and then it's called Jason, isn't it? Jason um, takes Manhattan. Well, yeah, but it was still and then like Jason X. It was still, you know, Friday the Thirteenth. Jason takes Manhattan. Friday the Thirteenth Six. Oh, it was I like want to believe su- it was the subtitle or something yeah. like that. Kind of like there's 19 Leprechaun movies, and you got Leprechaun Eight back in the hood. I have only seen um, <laughs> Leprechaun uh, Seven. Loose on the island. I don't know. I couldn't think of a funny title, but um, I. Um, <laughs> I have only seen the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street because I had really high hopes. I thought, like, the idea is really cool. Did you see the original one with Johnny Depp? Well, I've, I've seen up to when Johnny Depp bites it, and then I was like, I'm out. Um, That's in the beginning. Because I was in high school. Isn't it? Um, it's, it's, it's like a little way halfway through. through yeah. okay. I'd say. He doesn't bite right. it till toward the end. Sorry, but, I don't think I've seen it since I was a wee little JL, yeah. but... Um, but yeah, I've only seen the remake, which wasn't awesome. And then I've seen Freddy vs. Jason because I thought in the preview, I was like, oh, the cinematography looks kind of cool in this movie. That was also like 2003 and I was about to go to school for film. What a fool I was. What a fool. Yeah, there was there was that awful string of remakes that were like just centered around people who were 17 and 18 whenever they did Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And that led into... Well, the, I liked the first one. That yeah. led into the Halloween, the Rob Zombie Halloween Those reboots. Yeah. And it just not an awesome time. But yeah, Jason, uh, Freddy versus Jason coming to us. Uh, I am hopeful of what's going to happen but for some reason i'm just scared that it's going to be a rehash of what happened with alien versus predator in orlando where even though they're supposed to be fighting each other it's you're never going to see them actually fighting each other oh yeah that's Uh, yeah yeah you didn't really they just kind of popped up but i liked the alien versus predator house i thought it was one of the best ones that year It, it was good just in hollywood they actually fought each other like if if you were walking through and instead of like in Orlando where one pops out on you on one side and that was mm-hmm. it, they'd have them pop out on both sides. So that way it oh. really was like they were okay. walking through the clash. And yeah. If they can actually incorporate that and in how this is happening, like, you know, you're walking through in your line and on one side you have Jason popping out the other side. You have Freddy Krueger popping out. Then it could add another element of actual terror. And then how, it could be really good. I don't know how I'm going to handle this. I'm seriously just the thought I'm getting scared. Just even thinking about it. Well, there's always blindfolds, uh, <laughs> earplugs. I don't think they'll let you go in blindfolded. I think it would be a safety. So like, just wear sunglasses. I'm <laughs> yeah. just going to hide my eyes in but that's gonna one be, of your all shirts that or something. That makes you a bullseye. Not... Too. That you got to play it cool. You walk in. I know that's just not even what possible. What are you guys doing here? Wait. So you're, are through? you saying that blind people aren't allowed to walk through because it's a safety hazard? No. I mean they'll have their cane, right? <laughs> <laughs> their thing that goes back and forth with the ball on the end of it. I'm gonna avoid that before it gets a little too. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sh- I'm, I, I would assume that they have in an unfamiliar. Yeah, I would assume that they have to have somebody with them. Otherwise, it's just. How would they know where they're going? Exactly. So why can't someone walk through blindfolded or with their eyes closed? Well, we can put this to the test. Stay tuned for our October. Oh, I'm pretty episode. sure at least a, a fifth of the people who go through these houses are Probably having their eyes closed. Shirt over I their would, head or something. I'm in that category. Yeah, I, I don't look at very much of, I mean, I'm barely, barely able to go through these houses. Most of it is not with my eyes open. Yeah, no, Kylie doesn't no. ever have her eyes open, or I can feel her burying her face in my back. That and is exactly that The is trick exactly is to go in the it. middle, guys. You can't be on the end because then they know, and you can't be in the beginning because then they know. So you just got to be right in the middle and walk as casually as I you can. I always make it through because I grip onto the person's shirt that's in front of me that I'm hiding my eyes in, and then I just walk along because the shirt pulls me where I'm supposed to go. 
that's how you do it. I just get frustrated because if, if you're, why are you going through if you're so afraid of these things? Not because not necessarily fun. you. I'm talking about the people who do close their eyes and. Oh, I was gonna like, say. I go through because I love the production of it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I for me, it feels like what Universal is, which is why I appreciate that it exists, because I love being able to feel like I'm in the movie. That's why I thought the Mike Myers house last year, the Halloween house, yeah. was great, because it was the iconic scenes of the movie. And so I hope that they do, like what you were saying, the same thing, where we, where it's going to be like us on the beach, where like Freddie and Jason, you know, I hope Jason has the head of Freddie at oh, the end or something oh, okay, like that, you okay. know, like, no, I, well, spoilers. Uh, this, to yeah. answer your question, this bit. is, this not really is how end, I no. do it. So I usually get the, well, every year I've gotten the frequent fear pass. So when I first go, I'm always like scared, beyond scared, like barely able to handle it, as I've told you before. And um, I, I peek out and I look every once in a while or, you know, just out of my peripheral vision. That's how I experience the houses first time. Then like around the third time or fourth time I go, I'm able to look a little bit more. I'm never able to go in a house by myself, though. I never get to that point. See, I'm, I'm never actually afraid. I, I, I mean, like I am. I just, I don't like... It's only things that pop out behind things that scare me because I'm a human being and everybody gets scared when somebody jumps out of around the corner. You saw that video of Chris Pratt with the dinosaur coming at him around the corner. That would scare me. Like I it's just it's sudden movement out of nowhere and it just fries your nerves eventually. No, like I'm everything not, scares me. I, if they make eye contact with me, I just lose my mind. It's just I just start laughing uncontrollably. Like I'll probably laugh when I get murdered someday. <laughs> <laughs> keep it up it's not going to be much longer <laughs> i'm just just throwing that out there uh any final thoughts on freddy versus jason we'll never talk about it again even whenever we get to halloween good start <laughs> no. okay that was None. that was literally a final thought so let's move on to the meat and potatoes of this show uh it's what everyone expected. I don't know if that's the truth, but it's what is actually happening. And what's up? I'm humming the theme He's song. He's singing okay. for us. Yeah. Giving you some giving us, yeah. some BGM. Okay. I, I don't know. This He's, already feels weird. It feels like I'm... the uh, overture. <laughs> I, I, I hear it now. And it's just... It's like I already feel like I'm at a news anchor's desk for everyone who's watching and <laughs> not listening. If you're listening, this means nothing. But for those of you who are watching, I feel like I'm on some MSNBC like show and... Just, I'm going to start spitting. Back to Craig in the studio. Now I'm here, and I'm just going to talk about this and that, throwing it to you guys out there. What do you think? I agree with you. (laughs) Usually it's split screen and all that. (laughs) Yeah, I won't participate without a split screen. Yeah, sorry sorry for everyone who's listening who uh, just had to put up with that. Uh, It's 15 seconds of your life. You'll never get back. So let's do this. Jurassic World opened up last Friday. Friday, and it set no records at all. It was the bust that we all expected it to yeah, be. Uh, it's it only made back, I think, five million dollars in its uh, opening night. I wonder how many people you are driving crazy right now that are <laughs> like it, listening to this. Probably like I, I, I want to like I wish we had like real life cut twos so I can just cut to the guy in the car who's just like screaming like eighty million. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> in his car. It made no money at all. Uh, it was just a, com- a complete disaster. It's Bomb going to sure. ruin the careers of Chris Everybody Pratt and it. Bryce Dallas Howard, but at least she always has her daddy to fall back on. Ron. <laughs> Ron Howard. <laughs> Fantastic. No, so it uh, it had the largest weekend ever in movie history film debut don't stop there craig oh i won't then it also had the largest worldwide don't stop there craig uh it also had the biggest opening for a friday all right stop it had the biggest (laughs) opening for a monday it didn't even open on a monday but it still somehow (laughs) managed it it figured it out i just always as soon as they're like Biggest global opening, although what I thought was really interesting is that Jurassic Park actually had the largest global opening of a movie ever before it had the largest domestic box office open of a movie ever. Like, it had to make four more million dollars, I think, or something like that before it could beat the Avengers, which didn't make sense to me because I, how can it, I don't, I don't know how it works. Like, I guess it opened in more theaters, I don't know, whatever, but but it, it, it climbed that ladder on up to where we wanted it to be and took the number one spot like a Jurassic Park should. Yeah, I also want to clarify, too. 
on the whole Monday matter. It was only the third biggest Monday ever. Oh, for like as in like biggest, three days ago. But the biggest non-holiday Monday. So like, you know, whenever you have that Monday off because of Memorial Day weekend. Oh, yeah, okay. There's been bigger ones of that. But it's so it's it's still the third. Of well, a I saw it at four o'clock, and it was like my so movie the theater was full. So it's the biggest of a non-celebratory Monday. Yes. Okay. And the third of a celebratory Monday included. So that's it's pretty nuts. Uh, Go Jurassic World. Yeah, I mean, uh, long story short, this is a phenomenon. Uh, I don't. I know we kind of talked about it. I don't know if it was on the show or if it was just in person whenever we were talking about it. But pretty sure it was on the show. I. Whenever we were talking about anticipated movies for the summer, I mean, everyone knows Star Wars is coming out Mm -hmm. in December. So we were kind of on the fence of whether or not this was the most anticipated movie of the summer, if it was the Avengers, where it kind of all stacked out. But I I guess we found out. Yeah, it's well, and there's Rhino. Hey, I'm answering people in chat right now. That's why I was leaning. Fantastic. Did anyone ask where our intro music went? No, I'm still asking it. Oh, no. Somebody was saying something about like, had to take biggest box office numbers, but they were they were asking about inflation. And I'm trying to explain that it's even accounting for inflation. It's still a massive, massive right. movie. I don't know what movie you're referring we to with inflation. If you're talking about Jurassic Park, but in terms of opening weekend, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm I'm going to try and look it up right now. If you keep talking, yeah, that's it. well. I know I'm I'm done. Oh. It's over. So I saw the movie. Oh, okay. I liked it. My kids loved it. Remember, no spoilers on this. We don't want to ruin this for anyone who hasn't seen it. Well, they need to go see it. This is kind of a you have to do it type of thing. It's your patriotic duty as as an American. I I, go see it. See, it's for me, this is all just very refreshing uh, because. We're very used now, used to now saying, oh, it's, if it's a Disney movie, then include Marvel in there. It's guaranteed to be a hit, obviously. Avengers was a huge, massive success. I don't know how Ant-Man's going to do. I would say, say not probably not as well as other ones in past. It's definitely not going to do as well as Guardians of the Galaxy. It's just not going to be as entertaining. Yes, okay. Rhino. I have the... I think this... This thing I'm reading um, is Jurassic Park accounting for inflation is the 16th highest grossing movie maybe ever. It looks like Jaws is number seven, but um, 746,406,300. So that's how much it would be today. And as of like today, Jurassic World is almost at that number. Yeah. So it's almost made. I, I There was some. I guess we can just put it in like the show notes page if you want that real information or just you can message me or something and we can chat about it. I like numbers like that, but just yeah. send and send me the link and I will okay. uh, link to it in the show notes page. Uh, but for Universal, I mean, you haven't heard besides Furious 7, obviously, which was also a complete surprise. Uh, well, th- that was their biggest on un- that was their Universal's largest opening weekend ever until this weekend, yeah. too. So they're having a great year. Well, that, and that was my point entirely. This has just become a whole new playing field for Universal. We're obviously uh, strictly mostly about the, the theme parks. Uh, as much as we can be, but this all ties in together because the better their movies do, eventually it's going to come back in the theme parks and we're going to eventually start seeing attractions from it. The fact that they have had two of the biggest movies of the year now is just a complete surprise. And from some of the stories I was reading this week, they think that despite Inside Out opening up the new Pixar movie that is pretty much being universally loved yeah. by everyone. Yeah, I still think really it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, but they think that Jurassic Park is still going to take this weekend completely c- away from it, even even with the family factor. Nothing against Inside Out, but there is there is a little a part of me that kind of hopes it does, just because I, I like when movies have a staying power like that sometimes. Like, even if it's just this weekend and it goes away next weekend or something like that, because there's other movies I'm looking forward to. Like, I hope Terminator Genesis does well, because I'm very interested to see how that's, because that's being claimed to be a franchise reinvigorator. So I'm, I'm hoping for, like, the same kind of uniqueness as Jurassic World was to carry over into this other franchise. And I don't want it not to do well, but I also, you know, you want to root for like movies to last, you know, I don't want it to just be like a puff of smoke. Oh no, I'm right there with you. It's 
I don't even. What's the last movie that really had that staying power? I mean, Avatar has. Was Titanic a couple of weeks, has. Uh, and I know the movie that knocked Titanic down too. It was Lost in Space. So Titanic was number one oh, from when it came out in like December until Lost in Space came out oh in like my April. Gosh, of all the things. That's awesome. I knew that because I was very. I was the age, and I loved Lost in Space, the TV show, as a kid because I used to watch it after school. And so I was very excited to see that movie in the movie theater, and I really enjoyed that movie in the movie theater. I'm an adult now. I understand that movie is not awesome, but I I was happy to cut. At that point, I was like, "All right, give it a rest. Come on, Titanic, move on. Like, get out of here." I want it to last for a certain amount of time, but Titanic was getting to the point where it was like Titanic you'd go to school and it was like the girls at school had brought in like their ticket stubs of how many times they'd seen it. So yeah. at that point, it was becoming like annoying. Oh, I. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Like I, it wasn't. It wasn't like I. I want movies to last, but I. I was just letting you go on and on while I was thinking about the probably the last movie that's ever had that staying power, and then it just hit me over the head like a, it was a bag Avatar, of bricks. Harry Potter, it, Craig? Frozen. Oh. I want to throw my microphone <laughs> through something really hard right now. But, I mean, it's it, it's true. That's the last one that really didn't. I mean, it didn't even open up as first. It opened, Frozen opened up as second and then made it to first and then was at first like the next couple weeks. Just goes to show you terrible movies can stay at number one for as long as good movies can as well. Absolutely. So Jurassic World, uh, we have to give it a round of applause and how excellent it's been doing. And I, well done, Stevie. Let, yeah, let, let's take uh, just a brief couple seconds here. I think we've all seen the movie that are in this room, and I know Dustin has too. And if we could Skype him in, we would. But uh, he it's spoke really very highly of it. Yeah, and I saw his Facebook status. Like. Exactly. So uh, I'm going to shoot it to you first, Rhino, with your thoughts on the movie. I know Jenny Lynn started talking about it, but we'll wrap back into her and let's go, Rhino. Okay. Okay, I saw it first thing when I got back from Puerto Rico on Monday. Um, and uh, um, sometimes when I go to see movies like that I'm really excited for, like I have to see it twice oh, solely on the fact that I'm so anxious the first time that it makes for a very nervous theater-going experience for me. Um, I liked it the first time. And when I saw it the second night, I, I went with um, Eli and a friend of his and saw it in IMAX. And that was an amazing movie going experience i thought i recommend as with the original jurassic park these type of movies are meant to be seen in a movie theater on the largest screen that you can find so i i definitely recommend that i thought the movie itself was really good like i i love that it's feels so different from the other ones mm -hmm. um i love the idea and from working in a theme park and you know our job here is all about theme parks is that um I loved that it was a fully realized version of like John Hammond's dream. So it's almost mm -hmm. like it exists in the same universe, but it's almost like that little alternate thread where it's like, what if everything had gotten all the way through and then, you know, stuff hit the fan. Yeah. Like, um, so I, I love that exploration. I love the exploration of, I don't, I'm getting too detailed, but I loved consumerism. I love, I loved the, the people, my friends said they had issues with product placements. I love the product placement in the movie because, like, Bryce Dallas Howard even comments on it right away in the beginning of the movie. And when they go into Jurassic World, that's supposed to be, like, City Walk when they go up. So there's, like, a Margaritaville in there, and there's, like, a Ben & Jerry's and stuff. And I'm like, these are shops that you see when you go to a theme park. If they weren't there, I would feel like this wasn't an actual theme park. So, like, I thought that was a cool – it's just – it's a must-see. It's a must-see. I, I, I can't wait to see it again. Um you know, I, I think it, you should definitely take a minute when you're done and kind of sit and just think about it, too. Because I, I think some people pass their judgments really fast, and I like to reserve it for a few minutes and let it, like, you know, stew for a bit. And uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm just going to say I'm going to enjoy it more with time. With that said, though, there are a couple of, like, goofy moments in the movie. Like, it's not a perfect movie, but, like, uh, it, like there are movies for me that I'm going to love to say, and I can't say any of them because they involve a swear. But Okay, okay, you've made your point. Jenny Lynn. <laughs> I'm real excited. <laughs> Rhino is very excited. I'm excited as well. So I went to go see this movie with my kids. All of us loved it. It was a great experience. Um, I, what I really like about this movie is, um, you know, it's in the same series, but at the same time it, actually really holds its own. I love how it refers to the first movies, like he was saying with, with John Hammond. There's a lot of references there. but um, and, and you feel connected that way, but at the same time, this is a almost 
almost completely different storyline. I think the thing that stood out to me the most about this particular film, one that I really, really loved, is that the dinosaurs in the movie aren't just the monsters and the villains that you want them to die, die, die. This time, the dinosaurs actually have uh, personalities and character that you you latch onto, and it builds and builds and builds to the end where there's this fantastic ending, and I won't say anything more about it, but it's um, there's some, I feel like there's more heart in this one, um, and I I loved it. I loved it for that reason. I I want a pet Velociraptor now. The end. I, I do not want to pet a velociraptor. I do. There was a specific scene in that movie that is like, do not pet a velociraptor. I want one. I want to be Chris Pratt in my own home. Oh, <laughs> fantastic! Now I, uh, I, I still don't know how I actually stand on the movie. I'm, I'm keep going back and forth in my mind. Uh, I sat through the whole credits just thinking about it, like I do with any movie. Uh, even even when there's not something at the end of the credits, I still need to say I, I take that nice five minutes to really decompress and think about what happened. And I got out of the theater and I texted Rhino right away, knowing that he would have seen it as soon as he was back from Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, however you pronounce it. I know it's a place. Uh, and it was such a good nostalgia fest Mm -hmm. just in not necessarily any of the the themes of the movie or anything like that yeah that that stuff's all great everything rhino talked about but i just whenever that music kicked in even though it wasn't the same john williams score Mm -hmm. it was michael uh, giacana and Mm -hmm. you know just using those same music cues because you have to you can't Mm -hmm. just completely change everything up and as soon as that that french horn or whatever kind of horn it is kicks it with a and then yeah you know all that so the whole time it, it was i was able to put aside the kind of poorly written script and some of the yeah it's got its moments some of the shakier acting especially from uh vincent de ono yeah i've never know how to pronounce his name even so- I don't know how to say it either. It's got that weird apostrophe yeah. in it. Gomer Pyle from <laughs> Full Metal Jacket. I'll just go with that. Uh, yeah, there there were some inconsistencies with the movie for sure, but uh, it's overall it just it, it's going to invigorate a lot into Universal yeah, now because so. of how much of a success it has been. And I, I know I would say I, it doesn't top the first one. It's not. It's no not, way. It's no. not. Yeah. The it's not of like that caliber. Of yeah, it's not of that caliber, but it does stand alone. And you, you're talking about the the casting is a little, the casting isn't as good as the first one. The script isn't as good. The the um, the first one's so awesome because there's so much build up behind the story before you actually get into the part where they're the dinosaurs. You know, all havoc breaks loose. This one kind of jumps right into that. And you sort of don't know as much about the characters in the film before you start getting into all that. But it's still the such di- a the good difference film. With I that, love the di- I love the dinosaurs in this movie. I think anyone who's trying too desperately to compare this to the first one is is not going to enjoy it as much as they could because I don't want this to be a copy. Like there are parallels in this movie to a first one, to the first one, which I like. You know, it's two kids lost, whatever. Like I like that stuff. Um, I'm not oblivious to that stuff. Like some people in this chat think I am. Um, and but like it's we've seen dinosaurs. Like they even say this in the movie, where like the reason why they create this Indominus Rex is because people are not fascinated with dinosaurs anymore. And Chris Pratt says like a dinosaur should be enough and and she says something like it's not and it's not. and that's that's the 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 hard part is is like in 1993 we had never seen real dinosaurs and Steven Spielberg created real dinosaurs for us like so we saw a reality nowadays there aren't movies like that anymore because now we know we anything that we can dream of we can see in person and in 1983 we didn't know that you know like there wasn't that technology we hadn't seen these movies that had these worlds like that and so that's another factor that you have to tone in there as well you know like that that's why there isn't that big reveal when it comes to it like you're supposed to know about this park yep and i think that's a very good brief review of the movie from all of us so that's going to kind of kick off what's happening with the buzz but let's keep going with the jurassic world discussion and move into even more of it so (laughs) 
And uh, yeah, I'm, I know. I just repeated myself. Thank you very much. I didn't say it. I just laughed. I giggled. Yeah, you knew what happened. You knew what happened. I knew what so, you going. So, uh, I saw on Twitter today that obviously, whenever we did our shopping 101, we were moving around, uh, especially to Jurassic Park, and we saw mm-hmm. that there was Jurassic World merchandise area, uh, merchandise already hitting the shelves. And then, as of Twitter today, I saw someone posting that they're starting to get like Jurassic World signage up on different areas of the park. So, interesting. Obviously, Jurassic World is going to be coming in some way, shape, or form. When we went to the Raptor Encounter, did they advertise that as Jurassic Park or Jurassic World? I can't remember. I feel like it said park, but I was surprised because I would think that that's where they would have started with the world stuff. I honestly don't know if it even said Jurassic Park on anything. I'd have to look at a picture Just that we shirt. have from the area. Like, you know, they had their name tag and then they have like the patch or something yeah. like that. I, I, I want to say I remembered looking for it when we were there and I was like, oh, I thought, I, I feel like it said park. And I remember thinking, oh, it's funny that it says park and not that they wouldn't have like, maybe they were transitioning. I don't know. Yeah, I honestly did not pay that close attention to the details so i can't tell you uh but i started to learn more and more about jurassic park and doing research for this because uh i i had known obviously just a little bit about the some of the cooler details of the whole jurassic park island but at islands of adventure to be more specific but of course in my research that always eventually goes back to uh for old dirt and details and more story it goes back to orlando united the great universal discussion forums and uh i didn't i never knew that jurassic park at islands of adventure has nothing to do with jurassic park and it's just a separate park that john hammond opened up oh did you see that um maybe not because you said you weren't up to date on the comments that somebody left Uh, somebody left us a link to the opening video from jurassic park at islands of adventure hosted by john hammond not not Richard Attenborough, but it's somebody yeah. who is John Hammond. I watched the first, like, two minutes of it. I wanted to go back and rewatch it, but it's. I thought it was really cool. Like, you should check that out if you haven't. It's on yeah. the comments for the last video. But Yeah, so I'll, I'll definitely have to go and check it out. So it is a separate Jurassic Park from Jurassic Park in the movies and all that. And so that kind of sets up that storyline. And now adding in Jurassic World elements, clearly the raptor encounter, that has to do with Jurassic World. That's yeah. that's all Jurassic World. Even there's they added in the raptor cage holders as part of that too. So did they have that when we were there? We didn't walk around to uh, where that was, but they do have those as well. And uh, so it's they're they're not really shying away at all about blending these two elements before. So instead of continually circling around circling around into how can they bring it together what do we think is going to actually happen or what was after seeing the movie what do we think we would want to happen in order to incorporate jurassic world into the jurassic park that we have now at islands of adventure i'll tell you what i hope does not happen yes i hope they do not have us kayaking through some river with dinosaurs all around that sounds a little bit too scary eli (laughs) that was the part of the movie where i was like i want to do that because we just did this kayaking thing in Puerto Rico. So no, I was like, I, that's all I could think you. about. It was just like going to the bay. And I was like, I was a little afraid. I always have this irrational fear that a dinosaur is going to come out of the bushes when it gets too dark out. It's just, this is how I'm going to die in life. Some, they'll find <laughs> the one dinosaur roaming around this planet and it's going to get me. And so I just was like kayaking. So it was kind of funny. Like it, then, then I saw this movie and there's this scene where they're kayaking down this thing. And I was like, oh. Yeah, that's future death. Yeah, obviously uh, in the movie, because it is the fully developed theme park, you get to see a lot more different experiences. In Jurassic Park, you get to see the aspect of it that you have the car ride, the Jeep the ride Jeeps around. around and the track. Yeah. for a while, there was actually a thought that instead of Kong, what would happen if that Jeep ride ever made it into that area? And it kind of did in a way, because you do have River Adventure, so it's a boat version of the jeep ride 
around. So, I mean, you kind of got that. So, you wouldn't want to overdo it. But that's what's nice about Jurassic World that now you add in these other attractions. So, you have the kayaking. You have the monorail that takes you all around the park. And then probably the biggest thing that everyone expects to come to Universal at some point in time. The big hamster balls. Uh, yeah, the, the gyrospheres. So you've seen it in the marketing. You've seen it everywhere. Trailers. Uh, it's even in one of the toys. They have the Indominus Rex and a gyrosphere comes with it, too, that it can that's eat fun. apart. I haven't looked at it. What's that? <laughs> I said that's fun. That is fun. No, I would actually be willing to buy that toy. Wait, did you say it was Lego, or was it just like it was a toy? Like it's, it's just like a. It's one figure. of the yeah. It's one of the figures. Okay. It's not a Lego one yet. That would usually uh, usually Legos are more brick type elements, so it's very hard to get Legos to roll they for the most the gyrosphere. part. Yeah, that's what I, that's all I was thinking. Like, but oh, they'll still cool. They'll find a way to do the gyrospheres and oh, Legos. Well, life it, will find a way. Okay, here we go again. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, Thank, go ahead. Thank you for that. So that's probably one of the things that people are expecting to happen there's even been rumors that people have seen blueprints of uh the technology that it would take to actually make this work um so my idea if we ever could see it is they just need to bulldoze over camp jurassic and get rid of pteranodon flyers and i that would probably upset some people with younger kids that like that area so they can just go and run around but if this can be done as a nice gentle dark ride and not having an Indominus Rex attack you during the middle of it, not that that happens in the movie, but <laughs> if you can actually incorporate in that in where it's one of the, I, I know, but if it can be an easygoing dark ride, something that Universal really doesn't have besides Cat in the Hat and yeah, E.T. I'd be this, so on board with that. My thought with that, though, is that there is... Um, and this is in the very beginning of the movie. There is a kids area in Jurassic World, like yes. the petting zoo. So it's kind of like, it's like our Jurassic Park has that area now. Well, not really. I mean, I guess there no. isn't really a thing like that. But they could put something like that over there. I don't know how they would do it. Or if it would just be like triceratops. Yeah, but yeah. still, I would level the entire area so that way that just it opens up a whole brand new environment. You can design the ride and still have other elements like the petting zoo in there, but then focus on the gyrospheres, which could be a fun family attraction. Beef them up, make them four seats or six seats instead of the the two seats that you see in the movie. Mm -hmm. But. Uh, just having great animatronics around and trying mm -hmm. to keep this from being a 3D because obviously this could fall into 3D territory really yeah. quickly mm -hmm. and it wouldn't be a surprise with Universal if it was going on that. But if they, if they can incorporate great animatronics or heck, even puppetry, just like mm -hmm. at the Raptor Encounter, which is a beautiful, fun experience, this could be one of the better attractions in the park and it all just comes down to space. I, I I definitely agree with you. Like there there needs to be uh, this movie says it all. There needs to be a larger presence of Jurassic Park at Islands of Adventure. Like I think that's they're they're I'm sure in some boardroom somewhere right now they are already like man we should have moved that Kong thing over like you know just two places to the left or something. But I I would even be happy. And this is just me, but if they started, they don't do anything with the lagoon in the middle anymore. It holds together that islands theme, having some water right in the middle of Islands of Adventure. But that's prime real estate. Fill it in. Right in the middle. Fill there. it in. Start. It doesn't have to be completely. You can leave a little section of it, but start throwing in that water. Start leveling it off, filling it up with land. That could I wonder get if, an attraction in there. If they could do that. Like if you know, because you know how like when you um, you don't enter here, but it looks like you enter there where the Discovery Center is. Um, yeah. Like if they filled forward, like they could almost bridge Jurassic Park into the Lost Continent, like and take over some of that land. Maybe I don't know if that then makes it wobbly because they're like. Well, I mean, they you have to go through another island in the back. Well, they already have the bridge that connects. Jurassic Park to the Lost Continent. They built that specifically during the construction of Wizarding World of Harry Potter because people that open couldn't all the get time? there. It's not open all the time. It's usually only open whenever it's super busy and they oh, okay. need traffic to go around the Wizarding World and try to divert people. But uh, it, that just would be... They could never make a Jurassic Park... They couldn't make a Wizarding World of Harry Potter sandwich because they have Jurassic yeah, on both true, sides. Yeah. That, that just wouldn't ever happen. But 
something needs to happen because they're they're running out of space. I mean, maybe they could get rid of some of the Discovery Center even, and they they don't need two restaurants in Jurassic Park right now, which is what they have, and neither one of them neither are good. good. It's yeah. just funny that the movie, the Jurassic Park movie, that is about the fully realized theme park, which is basically what we have. Like, it's it's the movie is the message to the the creative team at um, Universal. That's like people want that. Experience. experience we want that theme park like please make us that theme park so it's just it's it's you know it's nice that that letter is like a letter like the fans could all go see this movie and now that's our letter to the people that is like please do something yeah Anything. i mean it, the only other thing i could suggest is that universal buys dr phillips high school tears it down <laughs> we don't need it anyways Peace it's, out, kiddos. it's yeah, florida so my kid doesn't need to graduate it's from florida. there it's, uh, <laughs> they can go to another school or it's florida we can just assume that education ends after eighth grade anyways <laughs> so that's it's florida so uh it, Poor Margo. But I'm wondering, do you think they're going to remove the the Jurassic Park over the entryway and and put it make it say World instead now? I I don't know. That's my thought. They can't gonna... lose just the Jurassic Park branding because I think like the next movie is probably going to be Jurassic Park with a subtitle, like or. It's not going to be Jurassic World no. 2, or it could be like Jurassic World subtitle. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, this is technically Jurassic Park 4, so yeah. it's. Right now, you have three movies with Jurassic Park in the title, and you only have one with Jurassic World in it. So I don't see them completely jumping ship and doing it, but yeah, they're going to find the way to put World in wherever they can, even if it's a temporary solution right now. But it's always going to end up, I, in my opinion, going back to Jurassic Park as it should. Well, it should, yeah, it yeah. I, that's what I love is the character in the movie who has the Jurassic Park T-shirt on. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I love that part too. Nick Miller from that's New a Girl. Bit insensitive, don't you think? Colin Trevor was like Lucky Charm, I guess. Now no, people that, died. It was, but him and uh, Lauren Lapkus teamed up together the girl with the bug eyes and the yeah. nose she's, what is she from she isn't that big in movies and tv she's really starting to develop now but she's on a lot of the comedy podcasts i listen to she's very dirty very hilarious oh uh, really okay she she's gonna she be a nice, funny in the movie i liked oh, yeah. her she's like, gonna be a big up-and-coming star yeah. for sure good for them um by the way if you haven't seen safety not guaranteed which is this guy's first movie before Jurassic World, I highly recommend it. It was one of the best movies I saw like two years ago. It's a little small movie. Aubrey Plaza, Jake Johnson. Hmm. Mark Duplass. Didn't see it. You haven't seen it? No. Oh my god. It was I wrote this like paper about it for school. It was it, I like it was one of those movies where I was done watching. I turned it on and watched it again. I loved it. Because it was a movie that I, that's it's for a filmmaker thing. If okay. anyone ever wants to chat about that, you can send me a message and we'll chit chat. Cool beans. So, any final thoughts on Jurassic World coming to Islands of Adventure? Please. Happen. Ditto. <laughs> Should you need it? If if anyone wants to check out my Instagram, <laughs> I made a pretty badass uh, Jurassic Park party. Yeah, I said the bad word. Um, <laughs> Jurassic Park party one year ago this Friday, actually. Um, and it cost me about $20 to make, but there is not, I spared no expense, and there is not a single reference missing from my party. So check out my Instagram. It's the same as my Twitter. And uh, look for those pictures because I feel like I should repost them or something like that. Fantastic. I'm so proud of myself. Oh, that's, <laughs> a, that's very good. So uh, before we finish up, I want to throw out some housekeeping, as always. Probably one of the things I should have mentioned at the top of the show uh, that I just completely forgot to do. And uh, that was um, happy birthday to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. It Ooh. opened oh, yeah. five years ago today. Oh, my gosh. That was five years ago? Yeah. That's and you crazy. Were, you were there for the grand... No. no I, only, not that Only one. Diagon Alley. The, yeah. I didn't go... So this one opened in... 2010. So I guess I... I don't know. Maybe I waited a year. No, I don't think I waited a year. I think I waited like two months. And okay. then I got an annual pass and just kept going. Yeah, I didn't go for the first time until February 2011, so a little bit six months after opening, but that's whenever I got hired to work into the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So I'm wishing it a very happy birthday today. It's happy where birthday. I spent It's where I spent all my universal life there. So it's good a good place. It's a nice heartfelt place. It fills me up with lots of meaning. Uh, I'm also going to throw a shout out to the person who birthed me, 
my mother. It's her birthday tomorrow. Oh, so happy birthday, birthday Chris. Satan. Yeah, you'll get to meet <laughs> I'm her. Just kidding. You're not Satan. I apologize. Uh, you'll you'll get to meet her in Hershey, Pennsylvania, whenever we go there. So watch your mouth. The Craig family. Yes. The oh, I'll be super nice. Then. The I, that was Craig. a dig at Craig, not at your mom, by the way. <laughs> that was why I called her Satan because you're the spawn of Satan. But. Oh, yeah. I think we caught that. <laughs> just so, just so Miss Craig, Mrs. Craig doesn't think I am bad. Now I'm nervous. I just badmouthed your mother by accident. I'm well, really nervous to meet her in like a week. I'm kind of worried that you think my last name this entire time has been Craig. Your name's not Craig. Craig. <laughs> Shut up. Craig. Craig, Craig. Craig, the host of Universal. Yep, that's that's me. The guy's so nice. They named him twice. Okay. I'm gonna go hang myself. Yep, I'm gonna. <laughs> Please do. Yeah, if I don't hang you first. So, yeah, everyone, uh, thank you so much for watching and listening. And make sure you uh, definitely uh, give us thumbs up on YouTube if you like what we're doing or hit the thumbs down. And uh, and beyond that, subscribe to us on iTunes if you don't already. And also rate us on iTunes. Basically, anywhere you can rate us or comment anything to us, definitely use that. Uh, we appreciate the feedback, as always. And <laughs> To find out more of that information, always go to disunplug.com, and that's where you will find our show notes page, and uh, that will give you links to our email, which is uopodcast at disunplug.com, and it'll show some of the team's emails, still not Rhino, because he would definitely abuse that power if we ever gave it to him, and then you'll also find out about all of the other... I have uh, an email. I know you do. I'm just not telling anyone what it oh, is. Oh, Okay. You don't need that power. And that's where you can also find out about all of the other Dis Unplugged shows, including the Disney World edition, the uh, Disneyland edition, and, of course, the trip with Jenny Lynn and Teresa. And, Rhino, do you have one more thing to throw in? Looked I like never respected did. that power. Now it's gone. I'm sorry. I, I was trying to work out what part of that scene about power in Jurassic Park I wanted to make the reference to in here. And we never had power. That's the illusion. You said I couldn't be trusted with that power. Get on with it. That's going to do it for this episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. We will be back next week with another episode. And hey, there's the music this time. I guess it all worked out in the end. So we will see you later. Oh, yeah. Jurassic Park is universal. <laughs> <laughs>